What is up, everybody? Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Oh No Disc Golf Podcast. This is episode 12. We made it to episode 12. My name is Eric. With me, as always, is my best friend, Kyle, who is more coordinated on a skateboard, doing almost anything else other than just walking through his house. Kyle, what's up? What's up? What's up? Yeah, I bash my feet on everything in the house so i'm actually getting uh i was really against crocs eric you've always been a croc man i disc golf in crocs <laughs> i'm uh <laughs> gotta put them in four-wheel drive yeah something like that they don't work that way anymore for me no but i'm just gonna have them as strictly indoor shoes so i don't um i have like four cuts on my feet currently so it's great it's a great time bash my feet on everything it feels really good when you like have cuts on your feet and you step in dirt really gets that dirt in there yeah so it feels so good so good oh <laughs> uh, yeah so this is oh no disc golf podcast we talk mostly about disc golf sometimes about not disc golf related things but sometimes we talk about the cuts on our feet you know we're just here doing it <laughs> we're just two regular everyday guys if you uh want to he- find more of our content you can find us at Linktree. We'll have we have an Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. We have a TikTok. We got a Patreon member. Shout out to our two Patreon members, Sean and David. Been following us since day one. We also have an affiliate program with Starframe Disc Golf. You can use our code ONO for five percent off at StarframeDisc.com. Also, head over to our own personal merch store, Teespring dot com slash stores slash oh no disc golf you can use the code oh no for free shipping we're just trying to build up our youtube page we have uh you can listen to our episodes on there you can watch some small videos of us throwing youtube search oh no disc golf and you'll find us hit us up with a subscribe or a comment and let us know how we're doing or any recommendations for what you want to hear on an episode or what you would like to see video content of and we'd be happy to try and put that out for you guys youtube's the best youtube is great love watching anything on youtube today we're going to talk about some random disc golf news we're gonna go over what happened at the vintage open a little bit of excitement for the uh, next tournament as well and then we have an exciting top five planned i'm pretty excited for the top five because i need to listen to some of these tips Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Before we get into the disc golf news, I just want to give a quick shout out to Josh Strubles. He messaged me on Instagram, messaged us on Instagram, recommending we do a forehand episode. And I just want to make sure he knows and anyone else who might be interested in it, we are working on it. We're looking for a forehand extraordinaire to kind of come on and help us with it because ours are, I would say, serviceable at best probably would you say serviceable is like good good word to put with it 
I'm working on it. Yeah, like if we need it, it's there, but for me, it's been more of like an a utility upshot versus driving, but now I'm getting more into driving. Yeah. So it's it's like something we're building on, not something we pull out often, but we're learning. We're getting there. So, you know, we get a good forehand person on here. He'll explain it to us. We'll explain it, help explain it to you guys. And we'll go from there. We'll all we'll all get better. Let's all learn together. Yeah. And thanks to anybody else who has reached out. We have a got a couple good comments and and good messages we've heard from from other listeners and uh, those kind words is just kind of what keeps us going so thank you again for that fuels us yeah better than us just you know talking crap to each other the whole time and right i think so (laughs) i mean (laughs) that's what makes the good content but doesn't exactly build up our confidence when we spend the whole time making fun of each other right yeah, we're going to try. Um, there was one that was like, you know, let's not be so uh, self-deprecating. We'll, we'll try. Just want to let everyone know when we're on the disc golf together, we build each other up so much. We will throw the literally exact same shot. I will tear myself down for it, but I will build up Kyle's shot. I'll be like, oh, my God, that was a perfect shot. And then we'll walk up and they'll be like 10 feet of each other. Yep. It's a huge thing. We don't we don't rag on each other. Right. When we're on the disc golf course. Just just when we're here. Just every once in a while we'll be like, somebody's closer. Yep. Yeah, that's that's uh that's a that's probably one of our most used quotes. <laughs> and other disc golf news, news that's not necessarily about us. Paige Pierce pushed her rating up just that little bit higher and that much closer to that thousand thousand rating. She's at nine ninety six, which is exciting. Highest female ever, highest rated female ever. Did you see that, or did you not not see that? When did that happen? Uh, with the last rating boost, which was I can't even remember when they just they just released the disc for it. I guess is what what uh, brought it to my attention. I don't know when when it was official that she was nine ninety six rated. I remember seeing it, but I don't I remember if it was like new or something. It's new to me. Oh, it's new to you. Yeah, nine nine six is insane. You think she's gonna push over a thousand this year? She has to, right? No. She has <laughs> to. No, there's no. Don't don't bring that negative attitude in here, Kyle. <laughs> she has to. There's no no way. I mean, it's not like we have only dis- difficult wooded courses left. We got bomber courses, which is where she's going to thrive on. I mean, I have a lot of confidence in Paige Pierce. No, okay. You're just saying it's not a guarantee. Correct. It's probable. Nothing's a guarantee. Uh, I'm just saying, it's it's not like getting over a thousand is easy. Obviously, yep. she's like the first woman to be this close to it. Yeah, I I mean I hope I see it. I feel. I mean I guess no matter what, I'll be around for FPO history, where it's most likely Paige Pierce, but some female pushes over a thousand. But I have a feeling it'll be this year. You think Haley King can do it? Do I think Haley King could do it? Yeah. I don't think she'll do it before Paige Pierce. No, I'm not saying before Paige Pierce. I'm just saying overall in her disc golf career. Yeah, I yeah, I think she'll do it. I think Kona will get up there. I'm surprised, honestly, Kat's not closer to. I feel like she's kind of a roller coaster ride, but she's been doing it for a while. So So it's been a roller coaster ride for quite a while. <laughs> yep. 
Another exciting thing, Brody Smith, thousand thousand rated. Ooh. Is that not exciting? Love him or hate That's him. That's exciting. Yeah, I mean, I, I love all the disc golfers, except for the people who steal discs. Those are the only people. Yeah, who don't call the numbers. Yeah, yep. Everyone else, if you're if you're out there returning discs, having a good time, not being mean, I got nothing but love. It actually, um, I saw a guy who was in like chest high waders, just like raking with the bottom of the pond with his feet. They return discs, or does he just keep them and sell them? Couldn't tell you, but it looks like it's a popular thing to do there. Oh, at the course you you the new course, right? The new course. I forgot. We, I forgot yeah. we talked about that and something else, but didn't actually bring it up. So why don't you tell us about them? Them courses. So it's the Upper Badlands and the Lower Badlands. It's in. Uh, it's like two different parks, but they're like right next to each other. I don't know why they're considered two different parks. Yeah, across the street. Uh, they both play along this like valley, essentially. One's on one side of the valley, one's on the other, mostly. You do cross for both of them onto the other side. So that's no. what I mean. It's like, it's basically the same property. I don't know why mm. it's considered two different parks. Yeah, that's weird. I guess we'll have to put a message into those guys and ask. Oh, it's a, probably a public park, huh? Uh, I think so. Yeah, there was, it looked like there might have been some homeless people living in the lower Badlands for some. There's like a mattress and, you know, like a whole whole setup man it sounds like a certain video game i like which one borderlands oh (laughs) just like the arid badlands and there's mattresses everywhere gotcha no but man you you'd really like probably both of them really the uh lower badlands it's a bit more technical pretty tough overall how technical what do you mean on a scale of one to ten like is it like if you miss your shot miss your line you're taking a bogey like there's no chance to recover depends on what hole okay on average the the front nine of the lower badlands i would say is like that the back nine is a little bit more open gotcha but the upper badlands was a huge bomber course I had no idea. I mean, I I knew that I figured it would be a little bit bigger going into it, but I didn't realize how far it is. It's it's a pretty I'm trying to look up how many feet it is, but I can't. Anyway, that was like the third round of the day too. So I was it's it's kind of like in Michigan. There's a course called Frankenmuth Memorial Park. Yeah, Memorial Park, kind of like that, where you're going up up the hill, throw off the hill, and then you play down the hill, and then you throw back up the hill. You know, it's. The whole time you're going up and down hills. Or just throw completely over the hill and end up down the hill, but you still have to walk all the way up and all right. the way down. Yep. Inspiring yep. quick. Yep. Where is this course? It is technically in Denver. Okay. I was over in near Thornton Thornton Thornton. It's like north of Denver, I would say. Gotcha. So yeah, if you're in Colorado, wanna check out two sweet courses? Hit it up. When air comes and visits, that's that's probably one of the ones we're going to go to. Almost lost multiple discs, though. Ah. There are quite a few water hazards throughout, so it does make it pretty challenging. I went for most of them. There's Protees and Amtees for a lot of uh, the upper Badlands. I think the lowers, too, but I don't know. 
when they do bomber courses i feel like it's almost necessary so people don't step up and uh, throw their whole arm off the t-pad right it's a lot of fun though that's where we're going huh yeah that uh one of them and then prickly pines would be another one prickly pines i have a whole wish list going on i need to get up into the mountains and play some of those up there but another one that i've heard of if you're in the denver area uh check out bird's nest i've heard that before i think eagle shouted it out on his youtube video of like courses to check out in colorado gotcha he also mentioned the pines the prickly 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 ones the prickly ones um i also played a lot of disc golf this weekend I took my uncle for the first time out disc golfing. Um, me, Sean, and my uncle John went out disc golfing at the, I think it's called Firefighters Park in Troy, Michigan. It was a, it's a pretty cool course. Um, everything ranged from like 200 to just over 400 feet. So there's nothing like overly easy and nothing like way too hard for people it was a mostly is like it was like one of those courses you know where there's trees but the fairways are super wide open like as long as you can like hit the fairway you don't have to worry about it and even if you like miss the fairway it opens up like a whole new fairway that makes sense i guess yeah it was like a it was like just kind of like a wide open park but just with trees yeah there's a creek but the creek only came into play like twice three times Lots of mud. Lots of mud. Lots of mud. Yeah. It, it is mud season, so it's to be expected. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, well, they were surprised because uh, they didn't get rain down there all week, uh, my Uncle John said. And and uh, so he was surprised that there was still rain or, like, still mud. Still there. muddy. Bullshit. I think it's kind of like a, there's, like, one area that i think acts as like a a rainwater drain for like the freeway because the freeway is like right off of it so then i think all that water just kind of seeps off into the rest of the course eventually gotcha yeah good old freeway rainwater so here it's healthy for you you just like (laughs) scoop a cup out of it when you run out of water and drink it yeah just drink right out of there yeah grab a straw dude eric recommended (laughs) nope not putting my stamp on that Tell your friends. There's a there's a lot of tiny writing. Fine print. <laughs> Fine print. That's the Fine correct word. Print. I prefer tiny writing. <laughs> Does was your uncle throwing backhand or forehand predominantly? Um, he tried a lot of different stuff. He was a actually decent backhand, and I figured out why. Like halfway through, he bats left-handed, so he still used his right hand to throw. But uh, batting left-handed is almost like the same same motion the same motion yeah. yeah so he uh he he kind of got it got it pretty well i had a had my pdga i think it's called the relay or something that i got for signing up with pdga and it's like it's like 157 so it's over, it's understable so there's really not a whole lot i can do with it with it being so light right and uh, i let him throw it and yeah he he did it on some pretty good rips full flex yeah, no, it didn't really. It didn't really. I mean, at the most, it would straight. It would like fly straight, but it never got like that turn and come back. It was like, yeah, like his he he, he by like hole nine, he realized how much easier it was to just kind of throw hyzers and know where it's going to land and throw it flat and figure out if it's going to go all the way right or stay left. Right. 
That's what he did. My brother got quite a bit better. Sean got quite a bit better. So, is he on team team Heiser too? Um, well, he figured out he really likes this understable mid range, and if he throws it on a little bit of a Heiser, it just flips up, and yeah, gets a gets a flex out of it, flips up, or I guess the Heiser flip turnover to come back with it. What what mid range? Oh, the West Side Tursos. Yeah, trying to find him a what is it VIP plastic that they do or tournament plastic or whatever. Was that the one that was like super understable? Yeah, I bought the bought the underworlds and the tersos together. Yeah, I thought I was gonna like change my game, and all I had was rollers. <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, those are gonna work. You tried so hard for one round. You were driving every time with it. Yep, it wasn't good. It rolled. It rolled. <laughs> yeah, we were playing across the field too, so it wasn't like the best spot for a Rolling roller. Around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We wandered so long in that field for it. Probably 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Just wide open field. Pink disc, bright pink disc. We lost the disc around. in that field, didn't we? Yeah. Putter. Right? Yeah. yeah I think a whiteboard and I had. Yep. Yep. And that's when I think it was like growing up a little bit more and I threw it over the trees and didn't really have a good understanding of where it landed. But this, I like watched it land and couldn't find it. <laughs> yeah. But that's, that's disc golf. Anything new in your bag or? Nuke SS. If you guys find a Nuke SS, just buy it. Just try it out. If it's. If at the very least, if you don't have a noodle arm, it's going to be a sweet roller for you. For me, I have it in champion plastic or whatever, you know, Z plastic for disc craft, right? Yeah, Z. The clear, right? Is that what you're saying? Yes. It's, uh, I, I, be, I think because it's that plastic, it's a little bit more stable than a roller for me. More of a hyzer flip machine. Yeah. And your, your, uh, and your, uh, noodle arm. You know, no, your, your, um, um altitude oh oh yeah i was thinking about that yeah so i mean i think it still might have it might be like a big hyzer flip turnover disc for you but i my nuke ss is gonna be a roller real quick gotcha after it hits some trees but i don't think it it might stay because i don't really throw it in the woods it's like a when i have a wide open giant fairway that i have all the room in the world to throw oh yeah definitely it's it's not like a gap hitter for me nope. for me <laughs> nope it does it goes from the complete left side of where i let it go to the complete right side and then come all the way back to the left side definitely the closest i've been to 400 on a base you know like a flat surface with, with yep. that disc oh yeah sweet disc especially if you're just getting into high speed discs it's a 13 speed so that's always was like scary to me but that turn is real, real, real. Much more stable than my sail. Sail. Every time I throw it, sail. Overcrank it every, every time. No matter how much hyzer you put on it, it's it's going, turning and burning. Roller. I mean, I, I suck at rollers. They always just turn into like, I, I attempt an air shot, basically. That just don't. It just doesn't. I can't do it. Maybe I'll try forehand rollers. There you go. It's an idea. Maybe I'll just throw discs into the ground. If you want to watch me throw discs into the ground, check out my TikTok. I did a full send challenge. 
That's a good idea. I should do that next. Do it. It's actually pretty fun. I got a bogey, but I didn't. I couldn't remember the rules. Do you have to go all out every shot, even like putting from a foot away? I think circle one. I think circle one. You you can putt. Oh, I did it like fifteen feet. <laughs> no, yeah, no. I think circle. I think I don't know. If it's your challenge, do whatever you want. <laughs> I was just making up the rules. I had I had already played the round, and I said I was going to do it, and I totally forgot. So I went back to hole one and just did it. Yeah, definitely uh, check that out. At that point, it's just whatever makes good content. It was pretty funny. I didn't watch it, but I bet you I'd laugh. Finger guns. Finger guns. What's new in my bag? You sent me that, uh, what is it called? Oh, yeah, I forgot about those. <laughs> Centurion. The Centurion. I've been throwing that. That's been fun. Slightly more turn than what I get out of, like, my Thunderbird or my T-Birds. Yeah, I think it's should be like with your t-bird more than your thunderbird i think it's a seven speed i feel like it's uh almost like an eagle right yeah yep i think uh the only thing I, I numbers aren't necessarily perfect but i think eagle has one less glide gotcha i, I mean for a headwind it's not the best thing in the world but for anything else it's pretty fun it's a sweet disc I, now i need to get myself one big fan and then the the fancy zone sparkle i don't remember what it is fuck ledgestone version yeah it's pretty i've been throwing that thing all over skipping it skipping it right up to the post i bet i just didn't realize how much i was missing a nice premium plastic like skip for my putters i have my pa3 that i i use that for like direct shots but i didn't have anything where i could like skip on a hyzer you know no it's weird it's almost like I bought you one way before this happened. Only I could remember what we've it was. already talked about this. We're not going to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> you brought it up, not me. <laughs> it's an important disc. It's going to stay on my wall forever, dude. I bet you, if you threw it, it would net your second ace, your your first real ace, your second ace. I bet. I doubt it. I bet it would. I don't even have anything where I could throw that um, and it'd be uh, an ace. Okay, whatever. If you didn't get a chance this weekend, uh, the Vintage Open started on Thursday. All the post-produced coverage or the lead card was done by GK Pro for the MPO. I watched a little bit here and there. I definitely didn't get to finish any rounds. It looked like a like a, like a pretty fun course. We played our our fire round games fire round game that we explained in episode 10 so if this doesn't make any sense to you go back there listen to the rules um but kyle is leading four to two right now oh yeah winning gonna have to make a make a comeback with uh with the next couple ones it's a long season yeah, it is. It sure is. It'll be lots of up and downs. We don't have an exact uh, what prize, what what the winner gets for a prize, but we'll figure out when the time comes, I'm sure. It's going to be something amazing, I'm sure. Something real dumb and real amazing. So Something like that. If someone else sees it, they're going to be like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. But every time I see it, I'm going to laugh and think about how it's the coolest thing I've ever seen. Nailed it. Nailed it. Um, 
Rounding out the top of the MPO was Nico at 19 under, Conrad at 24 under, and Heimberg. Kyle's apparently favorite this year at 26 under. I picked him every what, round. Yep, you picked him every day. One. That was my strategy. Uh, I figured it was going to be windy. I looked up at the like the weather and saw it was going to be windy. I know Calvin's a Florida boy, and he's down to throw in any condition. Yeah, he plays with alligators. Do you play with alligators? <laughs> You're not Kelvin Heimberg. Nope. Your Girthy might be able to tell you something about it, but yeah. Was Girthy there? Yeah, I think he was there. Could be wrong. If I'm wrong, just you know message us and tell me I'm wrong. But I think he was there. <laughs> Eric, I'm just gonna go on. I'm gonna go message you. Tell tell you you're wrong. I believe it. He's probably no GG's probably moving to every tournament just selling his jerky. Yeah, definitely. I mean, why not? Make your money. Yeah. Probably could make more money doing that than he could disc golfing. Everyone loves jerky, and jerky's expensive. I caught the entire first round, and then I watched the live coverage on Saturday. Yeah, I watched a decent amount of the live coverage, but I had to cut it short. I did, too. I, I ended up having to leave, so I wasn't able to catch like the last half, but it looked like Heimberg had it pretty much in the bag. Yeah. Pizza in the oven. Rathbun hit an ace on day one. That was sweet, Gavin Rathbun. It was fun to watch him uh, play on a bunch of lead cards. Yeah, I, he's he's gonna have a heck of a year, and I'm I'm here for it. Me too. Got a lot of exposure. It looked like he was struggling a little bit on the last day, but we all have days like that. And he ended up pushing through pretty well. Ended up like in like fifth place. So yeah, I'm pretty sure fifth is right right on the money. And that's killer. Top five. Yeah, I I ended up top five, and there was five people in the tournament, and I was still excited. So count it. Yeah. <laughs> You're almost as good as Gavin Rathbun. Yeah, something like that. It does look like Conrad almost almost caught him. Yeah, I mean, he had a... I, I Dude, 14 has to be course record. There's no way 14 under is not course record from his day two. And just playing on a card with Kelvin Heimberg, Nicolo Castro, who else was on there? Like Conrad, Heimberg, and Nico. Gotcha. And then, well, Gavin. And Gavin. Gavin was on like, yeah, just okay. to be on that. Yeah, sorry. That's what I was getting at. I was like, that's only three. What are we talking about here? Oh, yeah, yeah Gavin, right? That's who I was talking about. Yeah. Just to have that experience of being on a card with those people, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, just like, what was it, at Waco where he was on the lead card? Yeah. He was with some of the most experienced people. Bradley Williams, I think, was up there. I think he was on it with Kale LaVisca, too, and Nico. Just being on that was would be insane. Insane. It'd be crazy. And, and watching Nico get all upset because <laughs> he was having a bad round, too. Yeah, that'd be scary. He <laughs> looked like he was keeping it together. There was There was a Facebook post talking about how like an article talking about how Nico uh, was on the wait list for Pro Worlds and Nico commented on it saying they took a poll and something about like him, like him taking too long. So it's like funny <laughs> that he can like make jokes about it. Right. Yeah. He, he does take his time. Yeah. I mean, it's fair. I have a feeling in like a little while, if they relook at the rules, people will be given more time. 
I was going to say if they look at the rules, people will be given less time. Mm, I don't know. I guess maybe. I'm not really sure. Philo likes to take his time, too, and I just, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. Whatever's best for disc golf, honestly. If that's your routine. Go for it. But FPO was pretty exciting. Cat uh, rounded out number three with a plus one. Jessica Weiss uh, ended at even at second, and Sarah Holcomb ran away with it at eight under and going into the second day Sarah Holcomb was behind the leader I think by like two or three strokes so she had she had quite a bit of comeback to to make it first (laughs) (laughs) competitive yeah like she she really pushed I think her second round she had a six under round wow so that was pretty sweet eight under Um, is pretty sick yeah, uh, yeah. That I again. I haven't been able to watch. I definitely didn't watch all of the course, but from the looks of it, it's a lot of tight lines and and quick out of bounds. Well, you'll be back to your regular just golf watching schedule now, won't you? Oh yeah, yep. I plan on watching Vintage Open as soon as I wake up tomorrow. Sweet. Yep. I'm really excited. I missed missed out on so much disc golf content. But it's cool because now I can watch all the usual stuff and just get that all in instead of have to scrawl the internet for more. Kevin Jones' commentary is pretty fun. Yeah. Oh, if you haven't seen Paul Uliberry's channel, it's uh, Ezra and Yuli versus Luke Humphreys and Kevin Jones. Ooh. Doubles around. Yeah. I started it, but I think I'm only through a whole two. So that's that, that should be pretty exciting. Sounds fun. They have a YouTube channel as well as we do have a YouTube channel as well. Check us out over at Ono Disc Golf. (laughs) Shameless plug. Maybe we'll start recording, you know, us while we're recording the episodes. So, Kyle, how excited are you for the next tournament coming up? 10 out of 10 excitement. And what is it? I am super excited about the Jonesboro Open presented by Prodigy Discs. It's going to be a great one. I had something cool to say, and it completely left my mind. It's been like a month since the last major tournament, so... Yeah, that makes it exciting. Oh, and I think I think this is kind of one of the courses that me and Kyle last year really kind of fell in love with watching live. So it's, it'll be exciting to see it as we know more and have seen it again before. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was just me. Maybe Kyle didn't care for it last year, but... I don't remember off the top of my head, but I'm just excited for any type of live disc golf. Yeah, live disc golf all weekend, starting Friday. Get it on Disc Golf Network. Yep. And on their YouTube on the final day, it's always free if you don't subscribe. But if you're a PGA member, it's $5. Just subscribe. It's half a disc, dude. It's worth it. So worth it. Even if they play eight commercials, 80 80 commercials, 18, nine. A number? A number. Pick pick a number. Every once in a while, they play a bunch of commercials in a row. And it's okay, because it's live disc golf. And I'm here for it. Beef jerky? (laughs) What What a great endorsement. (laughs) <laughs> every once in a while they really fuck up but you know i'm here for it i every <laughs> once in a while i really fuck up so why should i expect anyone to be better than i am oh i forgot do you know what i just remembered i was supposed to make a t-shirt with like eric's facts or something yeah <laughs> like two fucking episodes ago 
Eric's opinion, and that's a fact. That's what it, that's what it was. I'm here for it, dude. What if we make T-shirts with our 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 faces on it, and we'll write Team Eric, Team Kyle on it. Whoever buys more wins. Oh boy, <laughs> I just like competing. <laughs> we're, we're both gonna be like zero. Yeah, probably, but that's okay. I'm alright with it. Hey, my dad might buy one. Sweet. He'd buy for you. He'd probably feel bad. He'd buy one for you and be like, I can't not support Eric, too. And then end up buying one for me, too. Alright, one versus one. <laughs> tiebreaker. We'll put pictures of our dogs on them for the tiebreaker. Probably a good idea. Alright, let's do the top five. Three, two, one. Top five. five. Tournament tips. Tournament tips. So I'm starting to get into tournament season here. I have uh, one planned about a week and a half from now. And then I got two planned for the month of May. Just like a decent amount of tournaments. So we thought we would just give you some of the things we try to remember when we're going into a tournament in case anyone's just kind of jumping in into that scene and they haven't been to a tournament before. These aren't necessarily things for your first tournament, but just anyone who's not super familiar with the tournament scene. You want to kick us off with number five? Number five, make sure you go to the bathroom before you start your round. The nerves get to you. It's always difficult to like know whether you have to go to the bathroom or not, but I would rather not play my entire round needing to go to the bathroom. So wholeheartedly recommend hit that bathroom before you start. Yeah. You don't want to be holding it on a putt. You don't want to be like, oh man, I need to find the bathroom while you're trying to, you know, tap in your 25 footer. Not really tap in, but you know. The only prairie dogs you want are the ones that are on, you know, in the ground, not anywhere else. There's no prairie dogs in Michigan, so I don't know what he's talking about. Oh, well, we have them here. Are they cute? They yeah, like they're, dogs. dude, they're so cute. <laughs> they are so cute. I got like within probably 10 feet of one the other day. So cute. Would you like leave Taco and replace for a prairie dog and bring it home? No. Oh, okay. That's good because that'd probably be cruel and unusual punishment to both the Taco. And <laughs> yeah, the Taco dogs. would just get eaten by prairie dogs. No, You're not one of us. Yeah, Taco's. Uh, we're start. He's on Prozac now. I think he just tweaked his back earlier. So, so he's all kinds of messed up. Yep. Uh, our number four tip for your tournament is practice the course at least a bit, little bit. If it's not like your everyday course, it's not like your home course. I wouldn't overdo it because sometimes you can almost like overthink. But try to get like three rounds in the week or two weeks before just to kind of give you an idea and and give you a couple couple uh different shots you can throw for different holes yeah it gives you an opportunity to pick your shots that means you're picking what side of the fairway you want to be on for your upshot if you have an upshot or if it's like a par three like how you want your disc to get down to the basket or you can just figure out what holes you're going to be playing for par and which holes you're going to be trying to attack the birdie on. I feel like that one's pretty self-explanatory. The main thing I'm trying to push in it is don't overdo it. If you kind of like burn yourself out on a course or play a course too much, uh, you may try to like make some wild shots that you may not be 100% comfortable with. 
pick some Simon lines. Yeah, good luck. Number three, bring a healthy snack. Or, and also, I guess, don't eat anything extremely heavy. Like, you know, a bunch of mac and cheese, Alfredo, pasta. Yeah, anything that's going to really sit in your belly. <laughs> did you say Alfredo because of the office? <laughs> yeah, I did. I just thought of it. <laughs> All my office heads, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm so fast. <laughs> we just we just got this like streaming box through our internet provider, so now we have Peacock. So I can I can watch, watch the office it. again. Yeah, we got it on DVD and it comes with all the deleted scenes. Oh yeah, that's sweet. Yeah, it's 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 been very enjoyable. Uh, number three is definitely more for Eric because I don't really eat when I'm on the course. I usually just bring my water and typically I usually don't even drink any water while I'm playing. I'll just drink afterwards. I like to bring, I'm a big fan of cliff bars. So I usually bring a couple of those and then a lot of fruit. They usually not have. sponsored cliff bars. Hit us up. Yeah. Sponsor us though. I usually bring apples, oranges, and bananas, and I just kind of have them in a bag or a cooler in my car. Big big fruit, hit us up. Yeah, all you fruit fruits, <laughs> and that's usually what I kind of have for tournament day. I do keep in my bag uh, Jolly Ranchers. Uh, it's I just like to, if I'm like having a bad day, I just like to kind of like pop one in my mouth, and um, it just kind of like takes my mind like uh, fo- focus is my mind again so it's not healthy but i'm not exactly eating it i usually eat maybe one or two around at the most yeah it's just a little bit of sugar no big deal mm-hmm. lots of water i bring lots of water i don't know why kyle doesn't drink water while he's on the course that's crazy to me but it's weird i, I each their own <laughs> yeah I'm a, I'm a weird dude the next tip i think is probably is one of the bigger ones definitely one of the bigger ones obviously it's number two so you know it's the shit no that's number five. Oh yeah that's the shit <laughs> <laughs> number two is bring extra clothes especially socks i've had to accidentally like stepped in rivers and got got really dirty got really wet at tournaments before i can usually get by like with my pants and t-shirt getting wet but when my socks get wet it kind of just ruins my day um not even just by rivers and mud just by me sweating i yeah socks socks are the number one but if you're able to bring like an extra pair of shorts or sweatpants i would recommend that too i brought an extra t-shirt yeah t-shirts too because i'm a sweaty guy yeah it's nice to like if you have a two round two round tournament to kind of like be able to go off into your car and and change anything that's that's kind of dirty and weighing you down. Dirty and wet weighing you down. Gross. Sick. Gross, Eric. Don't be dirty. Nasty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's number two. Is there anything else? I always wear a hat, too. Yeah, I'm not a big hat guy, but... I like to protect that head. I probably should since I don't have any hair. That's, that's yeah, you definitely should. Bothers me though. The hats? You know who loves my hat that I have though? Uh, like the hat that you got me, but I bought a different one. The, yeah. like the, 
uh, Lindsay, my daughter, absolutely loves wearing the big like bucket hat. Oh, really? Giant brim. That's fun. She loves it. She looks. It's hilarious. She just digs it. It's comfortable. It is. <laughs> if you don't know what we're talking about, it's one of those hats where the brim goes like all the way around your head. So it's like yeah. a sun, it's like a sun hat, basically. I call them fisherman hats. I don't know if they have a name, but no idea. I picture fishermen wearing them with their little like lures up top. I could see that, but those really protect your ears. Whereas most of the time, I wear a baseball cap, and it doesn't quite protect my ears. So need to get on that. Hey, I just like it because it yeah, it like kind of adds like a little umbrella of shade when it's real hot out. Do you not like it when you're throwing though? Yeah, it bothers me. I can't wear. I don't even like wearing hoodies when I'm throwing because the way the hood moves when I throw, it's a problem. Interesting. Yeah, I know. I'm weird, but at least I drink water on the course. Okay. I, I bring water with me. I drink it afterwards. Okay. Whatever you say. I don't whatever know. Whatever works I, for you. I, whatever, whatever I, works I know. For I'm just weird. Yeah, we're both weird, Eric. Yeah, that's fair. Probably why we get along. I think the number one tip for your tournament is just get into a before tournament routine. Just kind of like have a have a setup you do, you know, you show up to the to the course where the tournament's at, you head to check in, you get your player pack or whatever, have your warm up all kind of be like a normal routine. It's I think it helps with your mental game, uh helps with your physical game. Just I think it helps all around. For example, the first thing I do is I stretch. I just throw a putter around, just like, you know, like loosening up, seeing seeing kind of what I'm doing wrong with my, maybe do it with my form that day. Um, is my putter turning over really quick? Is it, is, am I like hyzering everything out? Am I throwing nose up and all that? I walk the course to see if anything's changed, practice the holes that I seem to struggle on the most. Once I'm done with all that, if I have time, I practice putt until tournament starts, until like I get my starting hole. If I get my starting hole early, I will go to my starting hole and I'll just practice putt there until until tournament starts. Solid advice. And practice all your putts. Straddle putts, freaking do all the weird things. Kneel on one, one knee, kneel on both knees, lay on the ground, whatever. Every putt you can imagine. Getting more comfortable with the whole kneel game. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of like weird at first. I feel like it's one of those things that when you make your first one, like your first like kneel putt that you're expecting to miss, you're like, oh, I can do this. I can do this, no problem. And then you like get up to your next one that you're expecting to make and you miss it. And you're like, I suck again. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, seriously. That's, that's literally how it feels for me. <laughs> I have one unwritten tip if you're cool with it. Yeah, yeah. I'm all, give give the people what they want. More tips. That was a great number one, though. Don't get me wrong. Another one I think I just thought of is that you should definitely just have fun. Oh, yes. Yep. That should be disc golf in general. But... Yeah, just don't take it too seriously. It's it's a leisurely hobby game, and it's it's yep. meant to release stress, not cause more. I know it's like a competitive thing and I get super competitive too. So I, I get super anxious when I'm like competing, but it's like a good anxious, I think. But I try not to get like 
too worked up to where I'm not having fun. I always try and maintain focus on like, you know, you're here to have a good time. If you start getting angry during a tournament, you're going to start picking apart other people's shots and you're going to start doing worse on yourself, worse for yourself because you're going to start thinking about everybody else and not worrying about your game. So that's what goes wrong with me if I start to get angry. Yeah. For me, it's like, I just need to remember, just like, just say, oh, no, it's it's fine if you throw a bad shot. Like, it's not the end of the world. Yep. You'll get it on the next one. Yep. Play every hole like it's its own thing. Right. There's always the next hole. That is that is a good tip. I don't know why I didn't make the top five. Hey, we're getting there. You probably could have taken out the poop. I feel like they're all important. Okay. Top six. Top However many numbers we've said, yeah. <laughs> how about we call it count them up? <laughs> you tell us how many. How long did we talk for? <laughs> so that's the tournament tips, huh? That's that's what we have. That's the episode. Is that top top tournament tips for you? Not no special number on them. Our top five tournament tips. There wasn't five, but hard. <laughs> We can't count. Top tournament tips. (laughs) Thank you for listening. Today we talked about random disc golf news. We had some good shout outs and talked about our just random disc golf lives. Let us know what you guys have going on in your disc golf lives. Next, we talked about the Vintage Open. We're looking forward to the Jonesboro Open next week. And lastly, we did a top five, but it wasn't just five. So we're going to call it top tournament tips. And that's our episode. We uh, made it to episode 12. We're, we're still doing it. We're killing it. Eric, we're I'm proud of you. Super excited. Proud of us. We're going to keep doing it. Even even if people get tired of us, we're going to be here. <laughs> there's like more, there's more people that might not be tired of us. Yep. We like disc golf. <laughs> and we like to talk about it. And it just gives us a, more of a reason to be a part of the disc golf community so i feel it gets a good step in or a good foot in the door you know yeah we'll be here for a while come check on us in a year we'll still be here i wholeheartedly plan on it yep you know unless something horrible happens but even then even then as always if you made it this far into the episode thank you for listening you're my absolute favorite people go ahead and throw us a review on apple podcasts if you can because you're my favorites. My birthday wish is still in effect, so it was last last week on April 8th. So birthday powers initiate. Go give us a review, please. If not, check us out on all of our other social medias. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. YouTube. Yep. <laughs> Patreon. If you can't find us on all of there, if you can find our link tree, it'll have links to all of there because that's what it's there for. It's basically like our homepage now is the link tree. Yep. Also, make sure if you head over to starframedisc.com and use code ONO, just O-H-N-O for 5% off anything you order from there. And head over to our Teespring store and get some merch. Um, Teespring.com slash stores slash oh no disc golf we have a whole bunch of stuff over there t-shirts shirts sweatpants we have sweatpants i think there's sweatpants wow i gotta get me some well if there's not sweatpants yet we'll make them sweatpants coming soon yeah making some sweatpants because i want some sweatpants 
definitely check that out because I think we're going to make some new shirts. I'm going to get on that this week. Sweet. New shirts, new stuff. Keep an eye out. New episode, new, I don't know, what else new? That's it, episode 12. All right. New, new episode. Peace out. Later, guys. Later.